Today on Annenberg Radio News. All my friends, they, they don't get home until like 8 o'clock. So then I'm just sitting around watching TV, but then it starts getting boring. But kids who spend their afternoons at the 24th Street Theater are anything but bored as they turn from students to actors. The Los Angeles Police Department has abandoned a mapping program that critics say would have unfairly targeted L.A.'s Muslim community. LAPD originally planned to partner with USC to map out the Muslim communities in the Los Angeles area. The plan was withdrawn after protests from the Muslim community and the ACLU. Today, Muslim American leaders are meeting with LAPD to discuss an alternative community outreach program. Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney was in Burbank this afternoon. The former Massachusetts governor held an economic town hall meeting. Annie Chenefon reports. Moving on, as the presidential Republican election... Republican presidential hopeful Mitt Romney spoke about various issues at the Burbank Marriott Hotel today. To a group of nearly 200 people, Romney addressed illegal immigration and adding troops to the military before taking questions. The Massachusetts governor also said universal health care can be achieved without government involvement. And to that, the crowd cheered with applause. Romney trailed former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani in recent polls. Annie Chanafan, Annenberg Radio News. As the presidential election swings into gear, candidates and voter groups are trying to figure out how to get people to the polls. A new study says grassroots voter outreach is the best way to reach infrequent voters. Jean-Luc Renault has more. South Los Angeles voters were once notorious for not participating in elections. But South LA voter turnout has been about 3% above the county average in recent years. The reason? More personalized and community-based voter outreach programs. An Irvine Foundation study found that strategies like door-to-door canvassing and phone bank follow-up calls using chatty volunteers are more effective than mailers and pre-recorded phone messages. Such methods help bring South LA voters back to the polls. We've always known that phone banking uh, is one of the most effective ways. Lydia Camarillo is the vice president of Southwest Voter Registration Education Project, one of the groups that took part in the study. They've used such techniques in the Latino community with success for the past 33 years. So if you have a conversation and you talk to the voter and you listen about what's important to them, not to me, to them, then they understand that the elections matter and that they need to be part and engage in the electoral process. The Irvine Foundation's full report is called New Experiments in Minority Voter Mobilization. Read it online at www.irvine.org. Jean-Luc Renault. Annenberg Radio News. Thanks, Jean-Luc. In the wake of the Gina Six saga and the shadow of staggering statistics about its own African-American students, the LAUSD school board passed a resolution to support equal protection and civil rights for all students. Getting your reps in, Sam Farber has the numbers. The resolution says African-Americans are suspended from LAUSD more than any other ethnic group. 16,000 African-American students were suspended in 2007 alone. That's one for every five enrolled in the LAUSD schools. They are also overrepresented in referrals, special education classes. The resolution says African-American students are in the lowest levels of academic achievement. And the school board says all that has to change. Marguerite Poindexter Lamont is the school board representative from South Los Angeles. She authored the resolution, which calls for a review of student discipline, special education, equitable treatment, and teacher training policies. The board has 90 days to come up with solutions to fix the suspension problem. 
For Hamburg Radio News, I'm Sam Farber. Thanks, Sam. Sam spoke with Rochelle Montgomery earlier today. She worked on the resolution with school board member Lamont and told us why they wrote it and what they hope it will accomplish. Stay tuned for that later in our show. But now the resolution says African-Americans are suspended from LAUSD schools more often than any other ethnic group. Moving on, students in urban school districts are improving their reading and math scores, but they are still behind national averages. Eleven urban school districts, including L.A. Unified, volunteered to take the tests. Students in Los Angeles are scoring better on the eighth grade math tests, but there has been no improvement in reading scores over the last two years. Los Angeles Unified School District Superintendent David Brewer held a town hall Los Angeles meeting today to mark his one-year anniversary as superintendent. Whitney Worth reports. David Brewer spoke at a breakfast at the Omni Hotel. He discussed getting parents involved in education, creating teacher incentive programs, and making schools safer. But he says the district needs to focus on its core mission. We are really about curriculum and instruction. Because if we don't get it right in that classroom, if, we, if our conversation is not about curriculum and instruction, we will not create a world-class education system. There are huge challenges facing the second largest school district in the nation. UCLA education professor John Rogers says that money is one of them. He believes Brewer needs to fight for more education funding. In Los Angeles, we have more students per teacher, we have more students per counselor, we have more students per administrator than any other large city school district across the nation. And that's because we we underfund our schools, we underinvest in our schools. Brewer also brought up the problems in the payroll system. He says he does not expect the payroll to be completely fixed until July of next year. Whitney Worth, Annenberg Radio News. A jury in Los Angeles today awarded $2.5 million in punitive damages to Nicaraguan banana workers. Five workers said they were made sterile by the use of a pesticide used by the Dole Fresh Fruit Company on Nicaraguan banana plantations in the 1970s. Last week, the jury awarded $3.3 million in actual damages to the six workers. Flashy sports cars, hybrid vehicles, and tiny European-style cars have taken over the Los Angeles Convention Center downtown. The L.A. Auto Show emphasizes new, environmentally friendly cars. It's named the Chevrolet Chevrolet Tahoe Hybrid, the 2008 Green Car of the Year. The Tahoe uses General Motors' two-mode hybrid system which uses two sets of gears, one for slow speeds and another for high speeds. GM says the hybrid Tahoe SUV gets 21 miles per gallon during city driving, the same as a regular Toyota Camry. Jeff Holland of General Motors says consumers still want SUVs. To offer a hybrid that uh, now gets up to 50% better fuel economy uh, for some city driving, um, we just felt that uh, we're matching consumer needs with something that we could engineer and produce in, in big volumes um, and, uh, and for the benefit of everyone. The show is open to the public from November 16th to the 25th, including Thanksgiving Day. Still to come on Annenberg Radio News, black students in the L.A. schools face an alarming rate of suspensions and disciplinary actions. We'll find out what the school board is doing about it. No audition is necessary to be a part of the 24th Street Theater's after-school program. Local students spend Friday and Monday afternoon in actors' workshop, but the program is more than just acting. Christina Huh has more on the 9-year-old after-school program. Admission to the 24th Street Theater's After Cool program is just a greeting. Hello. Come on in. Hi. Hi. 
In return, students get a two-hour theater workshop. Local school children spend their Friday afternoons at the 24th Street Theater. For 36 weeks, students learn the ins and outs of acting. Theater co-founder Debbie Devine says After Cool is more than improv and miming. It's about theater art and their own lives. So it's really important. We really talk about passages and goals and weave that into theater art. The theater opened in 1997 through some funding from USC. Devine said community involvement was part of the plan from the beginning. The theater is now more than just plays and workshops. Kids and these are neighborhood kids, so they don't just come on Monday and Friday. They'll be walking home from school and they'll drop in and they talk to us, or they sit and they'll, you know, have a soda. And we're also a safe house, so if they feel endangered by anything, I mean, we're here in a lot of other capacities than just for this class. After Cool started nine years ago with about 12 kids a week. The program now has 60 kids a week. Joseph Concha likes acting, but he likes After Cool for other reasons too. It's kind of funny because some people fall out of the chair. <laughs> Joseph's mom, Dalia Concha, said her son has changed a lot since he started the program last year. In the past, he's so shy. Now he's more expressive. The After Cool students will be in writing a play around January and will debut it in June for their friends and family. Christina Ha, Annenberg Radio News. The Los Angeles Police Department held a news conference about a community outreach program directed at Muslims in L.A. The outreach program will replace a plan to map the Muslim community that drew criticism from the Muslim leaders and the ACLU. Hana is live at the conference. Hana. Muslim leaders and LAPD officials are still in a closed door meeting. They're about to address a group of community and religious leaders. Before the meeting, I spoke with Michael Soller from the ACLU. He said the ACLU wants three things out of the meeting: a definite response from the LAPD that the program has been put to rest, more information about what the program would have done, and the ACLU wants a description of the department's engagement plan with the Muslim community. I also had the chance to speak with civil rights leader Najee Ali. He said the Muslim community has been concerned about the program. Because mapping Muslims is religious and racial profiling, Najee Ali also said he's hopeful the Muslim community and the LAPD can have an open dialogue today. Reporting live from the Parker Center, Hana Ingeberwin, Annenberg Radio News. Hana, did you have you heard anything from the police department at all, or do you、uh, expect to hear anything from them? No, they、um, are scheduled to have a press conference at four thirty. So, unfortunately, we have gotten no information from them yet. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Hannah. Thank you. Earlier today, Sam Farber spoke with Associate General Counsel for School District One, Rochelle Montgomery, about a new resolution to support equal protection and civil rights for all students in Los Angeles. What it does here is, first of all, ask our board. To challenge other school districts, just to take the stand that any school district should be an advocate for equal education, in order to put some teeth into this and to model the action that we're asking other districts to take, we shine a light on ourselves. Our school districts、uh, might not be the the most shining light. It says. Uh, that of the 80,000, roughly 80,000 African American students enrolled in the district, one in five has been suspended. 
which is the highest ethnic group suspended compared to all other ethnic groups in the district. Does LAUSD really want that light shown on it? That's what we're asking in this resolution, is to shine the light and to begin to honestly examine what it is that's causing these disparities and how we can correct it. Um, there, the resolution itself was a compilation of thought and concern from a lot of different stakeholder groups, parents, educators, higher educators, students, community activists, uh, employees of the district, just a number of stakeholders contributed to the thought behind the, re the, wor the resolution. And we are all willing to take a step and honestly examine and start having these conversations. You can't examine anything until you put the honest conversation on the table. And so the first thing we had to do was to bring forth the statistics. And these statistics are readily available anywhere. Some of these statistics were pulled from the California Department of Education website. Um, you know, they're, 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 they are, the statistics are what they are. Um, and it is incredible for some of us to, to think that many of these issues have been addressed before. And for some reason, we still have these statistics that indicate that not much change has occurred where it needs to occur. You've given the board at the end of this resolution 90 days uh, to take action on it. I don't think the resolution calls for a fix in 90 days. I think what it calls for it, is for a, a, plan. Re a report back to the board to show what plan or plans are in place to address and remediate these issues. Miss Montgomery says by being honest and shining the light within, you can, be, you can begin to change some of these numbers. Now we check in with Jessica Lane to find out what's coming up on Annenberg TV News at 6 p.m. on Trojan Vision. Thanks, Tom. Tonight we talked to LAX officials about the holiday travel season, and we'll have the latest on Barry Bonds' indictment and reaction from fans. Remember, you can watch us live on Trojan Vision at 6 or anytime on the web at ATVN.org. Thanks. Keep, keep clicking on AnnenbergRadio.org for what Mitt Romney said at the Ask Mitt Anything Town Hall meeting. Well, that wraps it up for us today. Thanks to everyone for helping out, including Matt Mundy, Brian Frank, Tim Worth, Jean-Luc Renault, Kelly Kidwell, and Stephanie Meisenheimer. Sam Farber produced our show. For all of us here at Annenberg Radio News, I'm Tom Sparks.